KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. What can COVID-19 mean for you if you are a smoker or a vapor? If you're looking to quit, what steps should you take? For more on this, we reached out to Dr. Susan Bailey, president of the American Medical Association, and Matthew Myers. He's the president of the Campaign for Tobacco-Free Kids. Interesting conversation. Give a listen. All right, I'd like to start with you, Matthew. Talk about... I was under the impression as someone on the outside who's never been a smoker, who's not surrounded by smoker, but that tobacco use has been on the decline overall. Am I incorrect on that, or has that been the trend that we've been experiencing even before the pandemic? Um, You are absolutely correct on that. We have made dramatic progress in reducing tobacco use among both adults and particularly among children, but it isn't even. There are populations um, in our society that continue to smoke more. Low-income individuals, the African-American community, um, and the LGBTQ community. But there's also an important point to be made, and that is with the introduction of e-cigarettes, particularly flavored e-cigarettes, we have seen a meteoric rise in youth use of these products. So that today, we have more kids using nicotine products than at any time in the last 20 years. Dr. Bailey... We all know the dangers of smoking, the dangers of nicotine overall. How has COVID-19 transformed that? What are the risks we're seeing from people that are smokers, vapors, whatever, that then get the virus? We discovered um, early on in the pandemic that patients with chronic lung disease, heart problems, high blood pressure were at higher risk for severe COVID-19. And now we realize that many of those patients with chronic lung disease were in fact smokers and had uh, smoking induced lung disease. And so their lungs are already damaged when they develop COVID-19. And so as a result, they can, it can be just devastating. But unfortunately, if we think of e-cigarettes and vaping as being less harmful, but in fact, um, a recent study came out of Stanford University that showed that uh, kids, adolescents um, who vape, don't use tobacco, no apparent lung problems, um, are still at increased risk uh, to get COVID-19 and have problems with it. So so it's clear that any type of inhaled product, whether it be tobacco um, or vaping, uh, not only can damage your lungs, but it puts you at greater risk for severe COVID-19. Mr. Myers, let's talk about this is a very stressful time. And in a stressful time, a lot of times people turn to cigarettes, vaping to try to unwind. So how much this is a very complicated issue isn't it on on multiple fronts because you got people trying to navigate a crazy world and the thing that maybe they did to try to relax them could accelerate them really getting sick you're exactly right um but people need to understand it's really a myth that nicotine use um reduces stress in fact over the longer term it increases stress because it is an addiction Um, And particularly e-cigarettes are even more addictive than cigarettes because of the very high levels of nicotine that they deliver. So I like to think of it actually as this is an opportunity. Parents and kids are spending more time together than they ever have before. It's an opportunity for each of them to sit down with each other and support them to do the right thing 
which in this case is if you're, you're addicted to e-cigarettes, to help them quit and provide family support. If you're a kid and your parents still smoke cigarettes, to um, encourage them to quit and provide a supportive atmosphere. So if we do nothing, there is a risk that the myth that e-cigarettes and cigarettes reduce stress will have a severely negative impact. One of the reasons why it's important to get the word out is if you don't smoke right now, one of the things that you should absolutely not do is start because you think it will reduce your, your stress level. It'll do the opposite. If you are a smoker, take advantage of the opportunity of your time with your family to create a supportive atmosphere to help you quit. Consult your physician for assistance. Go to smokefree.gov, the website of the FCDC, which has good, solid information to help you quit right now. There are resources out there to help you. And if you needed a motivation, this is the best time I can imagine to do it because if you continue to smoke, if you use e-cigarettes, you are at greater risk of suffering the severe consequences of COVID-19. Yeah, Dr. Bailey, you talked about vaping, smoking with regards to the virus. Are they are people not just at higher risk of contracting, but higher risk of getting really sick and maybe being some of these long haulers we've heard about? Like, have, is your kind of your physical foundation more prone to really getting hammered, if not killed by COVID? Yes, and it's it's a sad, um, sad fact. Tobacco damages your lung tissues. Uh, and so not only are you more susceptible to COVID, when you do get it, your lungs are damaged. And you mentioned the long haulers. We're seeing some very frightening um, things uh, in chronic um, recovery from COVID, people staying short of breath for months, um, having severely damaged lungs. And there have even been some lung transplants that have happened uh, because people's lungs were so damaged from COVID-19. Uh, so I, I think we can't overestimate uh, um, how terrible th this actually is. And so if there's anything you can do, we all know we need to be wearing masks, washing hands, physically distancing, avoiding indoor gatherings. But if you smoke or vape, that increases your risk too. And now is a great time to develop a plan to quit. Say I'm a smoker and I want to quit. I understand. I get it. It's tough. Give me, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it. What should I do? We've mentioned, you know, helpful websites and stuff like that, but day to day, help me get through it. Well, I think, first of all, it's important to acknowledge that it's one of the hardest things in the world to do and not to minimize that. Most smokers need help to quit and that's help is available. Most smokers want to quit, but they really don't get the support and the treatment that they need. We need to make sure that medications and counseling are actually covered by insurance uh, and Medicaid so that people can get the medical help they need to quit smoking. And it's important to have a quit plan, uh, to know what you're going to do to compensate when you have that urge to pick up that next cigarette or that uh, next vape. One way that I tell my patients is that you don't have to think about not smoking forever. All you have to do is just not smoke that next cigarette. 
And uh, when people tell me, oh, I've quit before and started again, I said, good, that means you know you can do it. And so uh, people need encouragement. We never know what their triggers are that are going to, you know, make them finally make that decision. And everyone's different. But boy, if it's COVID-19, that's a great reason in and of itself. And Matthew, if you're talking to a, a teen, how would you approach as a parent talking to a teen that you may suspect is, is vaping or is hiding cigarettes and stuff like that. How does that conversation go? Well, I, you know, it's a factual conversation. You know, we, we don't give our teens enough credit. Um, we have seen a, a dramatic drop in cigarette use by being frank and honest with our kids, not allowing the tobacco industry to be the ones who make decide what's cool and what's not cool. Um, we should do the same thing with e-cigarettes. We now have substantial evidence that the e-cigarette industry has designed these products to target kids. And that if we provide kids with accurate scientific information, it can make a difference. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 